sunny west side of Chicago, news and journalism right down to the gritty truth. This is the Chuatel Cordero Show. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm your host CC and today my guest is the notorious legendary Pablo Escobar. Now we will be dialing him in to the show and I'm calling him on a number that he had given me. Uh, hello, is uh, Pablo Escobar there? Ah, uh, they, they said one moment, please. One eternity later. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I think uh, what we just got there was that the number was disconnected. So after four and a half hours of waiting, there's no interview. Well, this is the Chuatel Cordero Show. I'm your host, CC. I'm going to go home and rethink my life. So after a record-breaking four and a half hours, the interview never happened. I could never get a hold of him afterwards. And uh, basically, I didn't have a show that day. One of my deep regrets in life is that I never actually got the chance to talk to Pablo Escobar before he died. So I'd like to think that in an alternate universe, I did get to talk to him. Of course, what would that have been like? Well, I don't think the interview could have taken place in this studio. I would have had to gone out to Colombia myself, right into the lion's den, where he was hiding. So I think in an alternate universe, this is how the interview would have gone down. What if history's most controversial figures and corporations spoke freely and without care? What if the truth about these nefarious individuals and organizations were brought into the light? What if we knew then what we know now? In this alternate universe, we make some shocking discoveries. Disclaimer. The following contents may be disturbing to some listeners. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm your host, CC, and today my guest is the legendary, the notorious Pablo Escobar. Now, last week, Pablo Escobar had crashed an interview that I did with uh, Griselda Blanco, and uh, in the midst of that, I got to ask him to come on the show, and of course, uh, his answer was yes. Now, he's not here at the moment. Uh, I expect he's going to be here any second now. Um, hello? Uh, do you know where Pablo Escobar is? Oh, oh, wait, 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 what are you doing? Oh, oh, what are you pricking me with? Hello, Security. Because a vision what you just heard there, ladies and gentlemen, was me having my studio be invaded by a group of Pablo Escobar's men, and they first subdued me and tranquilized me to the point where I was reduced to a drug-induced sleep. 
And before anybody in the studio could stop them, I was abducted from the studio. And I wake up, and the next thing I know is that I am on a plane that has just landed in Miami. Yes, Miami, Florida, from Chicago, Illinois. And I'm sitting next to these gentlemen in sunglasses. So they pick me up, and they take me over to this boat. And then they tranquilize me again, and then I go into my drug-induced sleep. I wake up, and I feel that I'm sitting inside of an automobile. I can't describe what the automobile was. It might have been a cargo van or something. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, all I remember is that there was a bag over my head, and my hands were tied behind my back. So then I fall asleep again. I wake up, and I'm in the most beautiful living room I've ever seen. Furniture that looks brand new, big, leather, comfortable, beautiful mahogany wooding. Uh, there's a giant screen behind me with a projector, a film projector, mind you. Uh, looked to be probably 16, maybe 35 millimeter. It's amazing. That's how he watches his movies. Uh, and there's also this giant TV behind this beautiful desk there. The TV looks like it's so big it took about four or six people to carry it in. And I look out the window and there's a giraffe eating from a tree. And as I'm admiring this giraffe, a gentleman walks into the living room and I was stunned to find that it was none other than Pablo Escobar. Good afternoon, Cici. How are you doing? Mr. Escobar, I'm all right. I'm not sure how I got here. With all due respect, I wasn't told. I thought that you were going to be flying into Chicago. Uh, I certainly was not anticipating uh, being abducted and taken here. Is that the problem? Oh, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. It's just, oh. it's just the circumstance. Good. And it's one that I'm going to roll I with. I accommodated you as best as I could. So far, you've done really well. Uh, except I can't really feel my left arm. Oh, I'm pretty sure that will go away. I used enough to sedate you. But not to kill me. Thank no. you. Thank you. Uh, if, it, if it gets worse, I have the greatest doctor in Colombia, 17 hours away, to help you. Okay. Is this doctor on his way? 17 hours ago, 17 yes. hours away, okay. What if, it, what if it gets worse before the doctor gets here? I also have an uh, animal doctor on the, on the property. He can help you. Has, an, has this animal doctor now, has this animal doctor worked on people before? You will be the first. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm honored to be his first patient. Good. If if I get to that point. Good. I, I'm really hoping I'm not. Um, before I was flown here, right. before I got to my studio, uh, I woke up in my home and I saw on my coffee table that there was a manila envelope. A large one uh, with my name, my address, my phone number, and my social security number, uh, but there was no return address. I opened up the envelope and I saw that there was a considerable sum of money that was put in there. The, the, the amount of money is most likely equivalent to two years' salary. Yes. Was that yours? Yes, it came from me. That came from you? Yes, sir. Well, um, I, I want to compensate you for your time and your, uh, and your star power for being here. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much. I mean, that was really generous. But um, I did have some questions about that, though. Well, one in particular. Okay. The essence of your business, as I come to understand, is based in bribery. This money that you put on my table, 
the morning that I was abducted. Were you, was that bribery? I think what you need to do is take what I offer you without complaints. You accept my offer no matter what because death is a consequence. Mm-hmm. As a token of our business, I will give you a gift. Okay? Okay. Now, which one do you want? Do you want a cute rabbit, a pony, or a baby koala? Well, I have to, I have to think about that for a while. <laughs> okay, but make sure you only choose one. Do not get greedy on me, CC. Oh, absolutely not, Mr. Escobar. I would never pick more than just one. You've given me so much already. You're welcome. And you are a very generous man, Mr. Escobar. Yes. And that's something that a lot of people don't really talk about. All they think about is just the, you know, the drug trade and the, and the mob, Colombia killings and stuff like that. But you're also compared to Robin Hood. You've been compared to Robin Hood and you've even achieved such a legendary status. Now, I don't think you will, you will come up with something like that unless there was something to it. There is nothing to this at all. I steal for me and me only. And when I have too much of it, in abundance, I give it to my best niches, gossip queens, and my barbershop ear hustlers. I am not in any way like Robin. Okay. Sorry for your misinformation. No, no, no. I'm the one who should apologize for making such a bad comparison. Good. But I only accept your apology because this is an interview from you. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Escobar. Um, now, although the comparison to Robin Hood is inaccurate. Uh, Mr. Escobar, I think that sounded like gunshots. That did not sound like gunshots. You're hearing things. Mr. Mr. Escobar, no, I think somebody got killed. Give me one second. Anyways, what were we talking about? Let's just move on, Kiret. You still have done plenty for the youth. One would say more so than the government. What What do you do for the youth? I don't do anything but manipulate. And when I manipulate, I use things like candy, drugs, Blow-up dolls, swimming pools, and bottomless women. Bottomless women? Yes. Would you mind elaborating on bottomless women? For you, yes. It is women walking around with no pants and no underwear. No pants, no underwear. Yes. Well, I'm I'm sure it's a hit with the kids. They love it. Wow. Okay. Uh, Now the government... Does this make you uncomfortable? Uh, just the, the, the thought of kids and naked women. It's a little... Anyway. Uh, anyway. Uh, what, what is it? What is it to me? Um, <laughs> now, we could talk a little bit about your love-hate relationship with the government, if you don't mind. Uh, how has that relationship been as of late? It is a good one. Same thing. Manipulation with aggression. But they seem to like the blow-up dolls a lot easier than the candy cough syrup. Oh. Oh. Um, no, I'm sure this government has a great deal of fear of you. After all, you've killed like 600 of their police officers, right? Yes, but here is the thing. Get your numbers straight right now. It is a lot higher, but these numbers also include animals, bugs, and plant life. Animals? Yes. Oh my God. Yes, I've killed animals. Uh, this morning, oh. I killed a chicken. Did you, did you kill it to eat it? No. Out of sleep frustration, when I woke up, I choked the chicken. Out of sleep frustration? Yes. You, Mr. Pablo Escobar, choked the chicken. Yes, I did. (laughs) Very angry this morning with the chicken. Well, I I think a lot of people out of sleep frustration, or or any kind of circumstance, they they choked the chicken. Yes, I almost snapped it. 
immediately. Well, you you got to be careful when you choke the chicken. Because, mm. uh, you know, well. <laughs> Why do I have to be careful? Well, because the thing is, Mr. Escobar, when you masturbate, you don't want to get too Hold rough. on, hold on. I am not talking about masturbation here. I am talking about killing an actual chicken. Oh, you're talking about strangling livestock. Yes. Oh my God. Where is your mind, Cece? Is these the you side know, effects from the drugs I gave you? You know, coming from a man who, who, who prostitutes women to young boys and chokes livestock to death, runs a drug empire, I don't know where my mind is at. It needs to come out of the gutter, apparently. I don't understand that reference, but I will say this. I understand what you're thinking because of the drugs, you're still a little high. I am still a little high. Um, uh, can we and can we talk a little bit about uh, you and Griselda Blanco? No. Okay. And unfortunately, I have to go now. I have an empire to run, people to kill, and animals to kill as well. Oh, God. So I will be leaving now. Have a safe back to Chicago. Thank you, Mr. Escobar. Oh, hello, gentlemen. Hey, you don't have to put up a struggle with me. I'll just get the sleeve rolled up for you. I still can't even move my arm. <laughs> Are those brass knuckles? Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. So that was my interview with Pablo Escobar. After being knocked out by his henchmen, I was uh, delivered back to Chicago, safe and sound. I woke up in my bed, everything was normal, everything felt fine, I could even feel my left arm again. The only thing that was off was the severed pony head at the foot of my bed. I guess uh, the choice of animals was one that he kind of made for me. My goodness, I didn't realize just uh, how imminent death was during that time. It only became more apparent after you know seeing the, the, the pony head and of course him knowing my social security number and and then for about a solid year, I would receive a different assortment of um, uh, strangled chickens in the mail. Uh, and it would always be some sort of pun on masturbation. I take it that uh, Pablo Escobar uh, really appreciated my, uh, my impromptu sense of humor that day. But uh, regardless, now that he's gone, I mean, I haven't received any chickens since then, which is nice. Uh, that, is, that needs to say, I was fascinated by the man, and as much as I was fascinated by Griselda Blanco as well. There were some rather dangerous people, according to some, but uh, to others, I mean, he took care of them, and she took care of people too. So, I guess uh, you really can't condense the human being into a simple category, especially since it's so complex. As always, I'm your host, CC. You've been listening to the Chuatel Codero Show. Thanks for tuning in, and have a lovely night. Zoo-wee!